Hello, world. This is Blackstone Finn with the What's My Point podcast. Today, I just wanted to share a quick thought, or a thought quickly. Is that like through the glass darkly? I don't know. Anyway, a teacher that I had a long time ago is one that I gave way too much power to. Teachers, this message is for you. You have a huge influence over your students. You have a huge amount of power, and I implore you to use it wisely and carefully. Just like a good martial artist may know that they have incredible strength, a black belt, for example, may have the ability to hurt someone, but they don't use it. Likewise, a teacher has incredible power, influence, and a way to shape a mind and a young soul very easily. I'm going to give you a specific example. When I was in college, and granted that's not very young, but young enough to still be forming, developing, shaping my identity, my place in the world, I was trying to figure things out, and I had an incredible draw towards writing and towards the creative arts. When I was a little kid, I wrote books to my mother and my parents and my grandparents. I made these little hand-bound paperback things that I would write stories in. And I wrote for a long time. The first diary I had was one of those really cheesy vinyl-covered with the little gold lettering on it and the script that said diary or probably even said my diary and it had one of those cheap little key locks on it that you could break with a hairpin which my sister did do and informed me that she had read it which was fantastic um and so very early on I learned that my writing could be criticized by other people it could be mocked all of that my sister taught me pretty well But when I got to college, we had an assignment. I had wanted to take creative writing. So my parents were very much into, you know, art is not something we make. It's something we buy. It's a hobby. It's not something to invest your life in. It's something that you would buy if you have a nice house to put it on the wall. Or you would buy a good book. Or you would attend a play or a ballet or whatever. But my parents' attitude towards artists themselves... Uh, was not very supportive. My brother, one of my brothers, turned out to be an amazing photographer. He's also an amazing painter. My mom had a painting of a boat that he had painted for years in her dressing room. My sister was an amazing painter, and she had done a huge, huge canvas that used to be in her bedroom of the musician called, I believe his name was Jethro Tull. Um, And then she had a really creepy one in the basement that I remember very vividly of three strangers standing in a cityscape um, as if they were waiting for the bus or something, just dressed in civilian clothing. So my sister had really amazing painting talent as well. And then there I was, the writer, Um, And I also loved drawing and painting as a kid, too, but I didn't really pursue that avenue. I pursued writing. So anyway, back to my story. So I was in college, and I really wanted to take a creative writing class, and I did, and I signed up for this class. 
one of our assignments was to write something descriptive on the body kind of thing. And I wrote about taking a scuba class. And I had not done this in real life, but what I had done is I had been snorkeling for years and I knew how to swim underwater. And my brother who did scuba dive, he actually let me buddy breathe with him a couple times where we both go underwater and not very deep, but then he would show me how to clear the regulator and breathe through his device. And um, so I had some familiarity familiarity with it, but I had never put on the equipment. I had, maybe I had put my brother's weight belt on once or twice thinking it was like a Batman tool belt or something, but um, I never took a class. So I write about this class, this imaginary, you know, scuba class, and it was in the tropics and it was warm and the water was clear. Well, I had, I had gone uh, snorkeling myself as a kid. I was very lucky to have traveled to some very beautiful places when I was small. And I had seen beautiful fish underwater, and I had been in warm tropical places where I would swim across and over coral reefs and things like that. So I knew what it looked like, so I could describe it really well. Well, come to find out that in this class, after I turned in my paper, the following class or following week or whatever, the professor pulled mine out of the stack and read it without asking my permission, by the way. She just decided to read it. And then she asked me what it was about, and I was like, well, I think it's pretty obvious. It's about a scuba class, a scuba lesson in the tropics. And she proceeded to accuse me, literally accuse me, you know, no, it's not. It's about losing your virginity. This is a sexual act you're describing. And she persecuted me in front of the class, made fun of me, mocked my writing, um, called me a liar, um, you know, by, by telling me that what, what my writing was about and all of this stuff. And I was like, I was still a virgin at that point in college. And it wasn't something I advertised. I wasn't like, oh, I'm on the purity campaign. It wasn't anything like that. But I was waiting until marriage. That was my original plan. And to be real with you, I kind of wish I had stuck to it. But that's another story. Anyway, um, <laughs> so what's my point? My point is, is that teacher, by the time I left that class, I remember saying to myself on the way out, I felt so much shame, humiliation. I don't even know what point she was trying to make. But I walked out of that class and said to myself, I will not write again ever. Now that was in college. I didn't pick up writing again until late in, um, I mean, I journaled off and on, but I didn't really focus on writing again until much, much later in my life. And I don't even remember that teacher's name, but I would say to her now, if I, I mean, I want to forgive her, obviously, I haven't gotten over it, <laughs> but I would probably say to her, shame on you for censoring and silencing and intimidating me and taking me away from the art that I could have created all those years. It's a really sad story because I felt when I, I can still remember writing the first draft of that story. I remember where I was. I remember how I was sitting. I remember the yellow notepad I was writing it on. I remember the pen I was using because I just felt so alive as I was writing that first draft of that story. Like I had the images in my head. 
I remembered what it felt like to be underwater, and I was like, can I put this into words? Can I describe this? And it was pretty good. I mean, for a first attempt at, at doing something like that, it was, it was fine. And maybe that's why she pulled it out of the stack. Maybe, maybe it was on the body enough and descriptive enough that she felt that it was a good example of describing a, a sensual, sensuous experience of being immersed in water with, with all of that stuff going on. But for her to say, oh, this is about losing your virginity and describing the sexual act, I just, I can still remember sitting in that chair and just wanting to disappear I just wanted my body to turn to liquid and just fall, you know, just slip under the desk and disappear from all the laughter. It was awful. And so instead of fighting back, because I really wasn't a fighter, I was a compliant, good little girl. Um, and because I didn't fight back, I, lo I, t I turned it on myself and just said, well, I'm not going to write again. So yay for her. She... If she was trying to teach people how to do creative writing, she failed. So, again, to all you teachers out there, all one of you that might be listening, no, seriously, if anyone hears this podcast who has ever taught someone, whether they do it as a mentor, a family member, a school teacher, a college professor, a Sunday school teacher, anyone who has ever tried to teach anyone anything, Please know, please be careful. Your words are power. Your position is power. And you have the ability to shape lives, to affect people, to shape lives and futures, probably as much as parents do, if not more. So I implore you, I implore you to take your job very seriously. And to all those writers out there who may have been in a similar experience or may have thought, oh, should I put that on the page? I don't know. That's really embarrassing. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I want to put that down on the page. To all you creatives out there, I say speak your truth. Speak your truth. Make your art. Make your mark, you know. Write it. Say it. Speak it. Sing it, whatever your medium is, paint it, draw it. Whatever your medium is, express that. And uh, so I just wanted to share that with you. And um, I hope you're having a great day. And uh, I, once again, if you're a teacher, please know your power and please wield it carefully and justly and uh, judiciously. And if you are an artist, speak your truth. All right, that's it. Ciao for now. Until next time.